Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 219 of the Masterclass Podcast. My name is Cam Brennan, and I am joined by the best co-host in the land, Mr. Dave Hogue. What's up? Hello, sir. Shall we talk about the book of John? Absolutely. I don't really have much in the way of preamble this week, Dave. Like I mentioned, my uh, my sleep this week has been garbage, so I'm pretty wiped. But I will muster the energy I need. <laughs> Ours is pretty... So I, I didn't sleep well last night, and then our smoke alarm started going off at 4 o'clock in the morning. Oh, my gosh. And it's like, why does that happen? Like, what is it about <laughs> the middle of the night that that stuff... Like, why doesn't it happen at 4 o'clock in the afternoon or, you know, like... So it's because it just seems like it, that always happens. It always seems like the smoke alarm battery or whatever goes out. It, and actually, I think we have a bad smoke detector in a downstairs, downstairs bedroom. So it seems to go through batteries and uh, do its thing more often than the other ones do. So. Did you have to do the thing where like you stand and you try and like triangulate where the noise <laughs> is coming from in the house? Like what room, what direction? And then... Chase it down. So, uh, yes and no. I did discover last night that it, the one, the bad one, has a red light that comes on, or I don't even know that it was a, it was bad. I think the batteries were just low in it, but yeah. So I discovered last night that there is a red light because I did go around the house and start like unplugging them, <laughs> and then when I got to that one, I was like, oh, okay, that's that, and then unplugged it, plugged the other ones back in, and ended up being the case so and 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 you thought it was going to be your alarm that woke you up and not the smoke detector i really don't even set an alarm anymore oh you're such an an adult i'm proud of you (laughs) yeah usually i'm like i can lay here for five more minutes i can lay here for i'm awake usually so old man nah all right John, we're going to do 35 through 42. Yep. All right. Well, with nothing further, I will read. Take take the... (laughs) I don't know what I was trying to say there, Dave. (laughs) Absolute brain fart. Mm -mm. All right, here we go. John, 1, 35. The next day... Again, John was standing with two of his disciples, and he looked at Jesus as he walked by and said, Behold, the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard him say this, and they followed Jesus. Jesus turned and saw them following and said to them, What are you seeking? And they said to him, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? He said to them, Come, and you will see. So they came and saw where he was staying, and they stayed with him that day, for it was for it was about the tenth hour. One of the two who heard John speak and followed Jesus was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. He first found his brother, his own brother, Simon, and said to him, We have found the Messiah, which means, the, which means Christ. He brought him to Jesus. Took, look, Jesus looked at him and said, You are Simon, the son of God. You shall be called Cephas, which means Peter. So I really hope that's all kind of like a... Um, John just kind of summing things up. <laughs> like, I, like, I don't know why, as I was reading it, I was like, this is really odd all of a sudden. So we got John who's standing with his two disciples. Mm-hmm. And he looked at Jesus as he walked by. 
So like, <laughs> it's just kind of like, hey, John hanging out with two Kevin's disciples and Jesus walks by. And then he goes, behold, the Lamb of God. Which is the exact same thing he said in 29. Yeah. So, like, were his two disciples not with him yesterday? I don't know. I mean, where are they? Like, where are they? That Like, are they in the marketplace? Are they in the center of town? Are they at the local beach? Are they, you know, like, where are they that... I mean, great question. Don't have an answer. Have an idea or a thought, like... John's I'm guessing I'm guessing they're in town. Yeah, I'm guessing John's job is done, right? Right. He has the voice in the wilderness preparing the you know, Jesus has come, he's he's baptized Jesus, like his his role is is finished. So why not go back to town? Which would make more sense as to why Jesus was just walking by. Yeah. And then and then just how quickly it says so they're standing there, behold the Lamb of God, and then the two disciples heard him say this, and they followed Jesus. <laughs> like I'm 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 picturing some felt board <laughs> and some <laughs> oh, what and we got that? our little characters on the felt board and what was that stuff called? There was like a specific name, flannel graph or something like that. Flannel graph does sound Yeah. Oh man. 90s church stuff. It's beautiful. <laughs> but yeah, it just it says, and they follow Jesus. Like, see you, John. We're out. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I think there's a John is basically setting up that Jesus is calling the disciples, and really how it went down probably doesn't totally matter. Well, I guess I'm not going to say that. Um, It's an abbreviated just concept of John points out who Jesus is. The disciples who trust John Mm -hmm. are going to take him at his word that here is the lamb of God. And even in that, I mean, what a crazy phrase, the lamb of God. I know we, we discussed that already, but. For them to make that connection. Uh-huh. And for them to be like, oh, sure. Yeah. That that yeah. that tracks. Right? Like, right. to your point, they trust John enough. But still, like, we, we talked about it, like you said, last episode, um, as we covered 29 to 34 of chapter 1. But, like, that statement is meant for one person in the history of history. Mm-hmm. And there have been at that point in history, I can't believe I used that word that many times, uh, <laughs> multiple false messiahs, right? Um, yep. And for them to be like, yeah, yeah, okay. Haven't met the dude, but John says it, so here we go. Like, I, I would, I would have been so skeptical. Oh, absolutely. That, that's yeah. That's that is like totally what's running through my mind. Is I'm listening to this. Mm-hmm. Like, really? You're just going to be like, okay, yeah, we follow him. And I don't know, maybe that's our world more so than theirs, but. Yeah, and I mean, part of it too is, right, like the Holy Spirit hasn't yet descended on them because Jesus, like his his time hadn't come yet. It was, it was about to be Jesus' time, right? So mm-hmm. that's not to say that like 
God could not have intervened, right? Like, cause we, we see the references to the spirit and the son of man in the old Testament before Jesus and the Holy spirit arrive in the new Testament in their, you know, in those roles. So I'm not saying that like it's impossible, right? God spoke through prophets all throughout the old Testament, right? And, and did all signs of, uh, all kinds of signs and wonders. But like part of me has to imagine that it wasn't just their logic and reason that said, yeah, that makes sense. But it was God leading them to where mm-hmm. he wanted them to go. Yeah. That's the only thing that makes sense to me. Because John just pointing at his cousin and saying, look, <laughs> it's the Lamb of God, right, is is such a such a ridiculous claim to make unless you're right. Mm-hmm. And then I like that uh, Jesus, you know, who knows how long they were they were following him before he finally turns around. Like part of me thinks he'd let them kind of, you know, like a couple blocks I, or whatever, yeah. you know. <laughs> uh, and he saw them following and said to them, what are you seeking? As if he didn't know. I, I love when he does this sort of stuff. He asks the questions yeah. that he already knows the answers to because he wants, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't know why I'm assuming it's because he wants them to, yeah, that's true. You know, to say it out loud, but like also having a conversation with humans is a normal thing. Right. So like, I know what my kid did at school, but I still ask her, Hey, how was school today? What did you do? I know based yeah. on what day it is, if she had art or if she had music or, you know, if it was nice out, I know that she had PE out or recess outside, like all that sort of, but I still want to hear her tell me about it. Yes. So anyways, uh, he says, what are you seeking? And they said to him, rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? That is not the question I would have expected them to ask. No. And that was the second part that struck me when I was reading this was, yeah, again, like, what are you seeking? And I mean, I can think of a million different things that I would be asking, and it's not like, where are you hanging out? And I guess my question is, is why is that important? Like, why is that? Because it even goes on so far to say in something that doesn't have a ton of detail that they went and saw where he was staying. Mm-hmm. So, you know, why is that important? Why is that you know what they ask and ultimately get the answer to to the point of they go to the house or, or well, wherever and they, it is. They stay the night, right? Because yeah. So I would assume then that they're eating dinner, right? So the first time Jesus eats with his disciples, um, and obviously we get a glimpse into the conversation. Um, later, but. Well, not even really. This is a different conversation because it says they stayed with him that day for it was about the 10th hour, which is about 4 p.m. is what, you know, the 10th hour, our, our, our clock versus theirs, right? Uh, and then it says one of the two who heard John speak and followed Jesus was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, right? So the one of the two was Andrew. Uh, he first found his own brother, Simon, and said to him, we have found the Messiah, which means Christ. And he brought him to Jesus. Jesus looked at him and said, you are Simon, the son of John. You should be called Cephas, which means Peter. How do you think they, they kept all their names straight? <laughs> Simon, Peter, Cephas. Like, and I get their different languages, right? Like Simon Peter mm-hmm. is his Hebrew name. Or well, Simon, right? Peter is Greek and Cephas is Aramaic. 
and, mm-hmm. and Cephas and Peter both mean rock in their individual <laughs> languages, right? right. But, so, you know, take that, Dwayne Johnson. Um, <laughs> but it doesn't say who the other one is. It just says one of the two was Andrew. It doesn't tell us who the other one was. Nope. Which also seems odd. Yeah, I, this is like for for there's an element of this for me for the fact that it's it's telling the story of Jesus calling his first disciples. Mm-hmm. There is that kind of vagueness to it, ambiguity to it that um there, there, there's an element of this is important to the story because we need to know who the somewhat to the degree who the players are, uh, who the characters are in the story. But it's clearly not John's focus. Mm-hmm. Like as, as, as I read this short little section that we're discussing right now, this was not John's, you know, his audience was not worried about, you know, because we get things like the genealogy in the other gospels. We get, you know, the 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 who is who kind of, seems to matter more mm-hmm. and and with his audience here he's it just reeks to me of i'm going to give you an idea who the players are but ultimately in the story jesus is the the lamb of god is the one that matters yeah that's a great point great point and i would have you know again to your to your point we don't get a lot of the details that we get in other ones but like when andrew goes to his brother he says hey we found the messiah like I want to know what Simon Peter's reaction was. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, he wound up following his brother to meet the guy. But who knows if that was, in knowing Peter, it was probably extremely uh, skeptical of this. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, yeah, yeah, sure. I'll I'll go meet this guy, right? And I, I don't like putting words into, you know, into the Bible, but like, we know enough about Peter uh, that he is very much uh, reactionary and full of, you know, vim and vigor and all of that sort of stuff. <laughs> and I think that goes, yeah. people like that, it goes both ways. Like if they're like annoyed or think you're stupid, like they're that way about yeah. that too, you know? Yeah. And so, I, you know, I, I don't like doing that too much because – the Bible doesn't tell us, so it's pure speculation, right? Um, but it is kind of fun to just think about. Like, I wonder how he did react, and I wonder if it was just, you know, you, you my brother, Andrew, like you, sure, sure you did, sure, yeah. Oh, you know, mm-hmm. like, because, yeah, anyways. And so this is, the other thing is, is, you know, we mentioned already a little bit, there's, this during this time, there's an expectation of the Messiah. Like, they're looking for the Messiah. They're looking for... Um, the Lamb of God, and again, like e- e- even as Peter is going to go meet him, like I I think it would be like any of us today meeting someone that's even slightly famous, you know, like a, a ball player in our own city. Um, my expectation was is oh you met um. Patrick Mahomes. Like, I'm not thinking I'm going now to go hang out with Patrick Mahomes. Like, I might get to go and see where he is. Yeah. And maybe even go, I'm Dave. Hey, I'm Patrick. You know, and that's going to be it. Like, 
is Peter anticipating that when his brother comes and says, hey, we found the Messiah, that they are like going to join up with his band and become part of his his inner group. Mm-hmm. You know, and so there's all that. And, and so then kind of in conjunction with what you were talking about earlier, it makes me wonder a little bit of, you know, when Jesus looks at him, he basically is like, Hey, you're my right hand man. You know, to continue with the, the, the Patrick Mahomes, it's, you're my Travis Kelsey, you know, like <laughs> you're the guy I'm, you're the guy I'm going to be throwing the ball to. And I, I, I really am not that huge of a Chiefs fan, but, um, I'm not a Chiefs fan at all, but, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, there's just, you know, there like, a, like, like, not, I, I don't want to beat this too much, but just there is so much going on. Uh, I put myself, because one of the things I do think uh, we as um, 21st century Americans that we're not very good at is we're not good at putting ourselves in the story and allowing ourselves to be there and kind of, you know, wonder what was, was being experienced. I'm not saying that we... Um, can't do it, but it's just not what we naturally do. And I do think that's one of the things that um, we don't need to be putting words in anybody's mouth. We don't need to be putting things in scripture that's not there. But part of the the, the creative mind that God has given us when we read scripture, uh, it can be helpful. It can be useful uh, for the Holy Spirit to to speak to us, to put ourselves in the story. You know, who am I looking at? Who am I listening to? What am I, you know, what am I experiencing? What am I thinking? And again, um, just a very, very short little glimpse of uh, him choosing the early disciples. And I don't know that in the gospels, you really get this a ton of people just being like, we're not worthy, you know, (laughs) thinking of Wayne and Garth meeting Alice Cooper. (laughs) It's one of my favorite gifts to send people. As like, oh, you saved my bacon, or like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. We're not worthy. <laughs> We're not worthy. <laughs> so good. I think it is, yeah, very helpful to think of stories that way, right? Because it's it's mm-hmm. very simple, especially like as we get further into the story to think like, wow, these disciples really are boneheads, right? Like, how do they not get it yet? And... <laughs> You know, and it's there's a lot of recency bias, right? That goes into, oh well, people back then just weren't that smart because we have iPhones and they don't. Yeah, and it's like, mm, pretty sure that's not the case. People have always been smart, and the reason that we have iPhones is because generations of really smart people came before us to even get to the point where we could, you know, have the capabilities and the technology that we needed, right? Um, but also it, it, in that way, we think more highly of ourselves when we would react the same way or worse because yeah. we're yeah. sinful, fallen people, right? We're broken and Jesus breaks yeah. the mold in every possible way. And yet, like, think of it this way, like they were with Jesus and they still sinned and they still made mistakes. Mm-hmm. We've never been in his physical presence. We have scripture 
the full story. They only had part of it. And we still, and we, and we have the Holy spirit. And at that point they didn't. Right. So in what ways do we think that like we, we, <laughs> we, it, we in a sense have more, right. Cause we have the entire word of God in our own language. We have thousands of years of church history to lean on. We have the indwelling of the Holy spirit. We have the, the free ability to converse with God whenever we want. And we still screw up and we still make bad choices and we still sin. Uh huh. And I just, I don't know. It's, if the people that were with Jesus were still <laughs> going to be that way, then it makes sense that we would be that way too, even Absolutely. with what we have. I guess my argument was a little convoluted there. Sorry. Um, I, you ever have those moments where you're like, oh, no, the idea is going away. Just keep talking. Just keep talking. It'll it'll come back. It'll come back. It's like, you know, when you're letting the fish go out and you got to reel it back in. Yes. Like I said, it's been a week. So... <laughs> So anyways, yeah, so we've got the first disciples, thanks to John and his, oh, hey, look, there's the Lamb of God. The uh, The game is afoot officially, Dave, with Jesus and his merry band of world changers. And next episode, we'll look at a few more disciples that um, are going to join the gang. And it's one of my, one of my favorite um, versus I'll give you uh, a, a sneak preview um, is when he's talking to Nathaniel and Nathaniel goes, Rabbi, you were the son of God. You were the king of Israel. And Jesus answered him, because I said to you, I saw you under the fig tree. Do you believe like you will see greater things than these? <laughs> and I wonder I, 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 if I remember to do it, I want to look that up in a couple commentaries uh, and just see, like, is there is there a language thing going on here that, like, you saw me under, like, because that's such a ridiculous thing to be like, oh, you saw me sitting by a tree? Son of God, right here. Like, <laughs> so I'm wondering if there's something in, in the, the Greek there that is not fully translated in, in the English, because that just seems like, and, and I get Jesus's reaction, right? That's why you believe. So like, there's got to be something going on, but either that or Nathaniel's just easily impressed that someone could see him sitting by a tree. Mm-hmm. So anyways, that's for next week. A little, uh, a little teaser for you. <laughs> next week on the masterclass. I wish I had a cool voiceover voice. It'd <laughs> be great. Yes. But I don't. So no, I do not either. I work with what I got. I hear you. Cool. Well, that was John one thirty five to forty two. Yeah, we summed up one. what John summed up. <laughs> We're like the cliff notes of the Bible, Dave. That's <laughs> new, new, uh, new podcast title. Cliff notes of the Bible. Yeah, it's, there's like you know trademark infringement though, so. Well, that's probably true. Yes. This is our sitcom length episode. We are <laughs> yes. less than 30 minutes. 22 minutes, minutes so. right. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks again, as always, for taking the time to listen. Um, show notes are at supermegacorp.net slash masterclass slash 219 or in your podcast player of choice. 
there'll be notes to the things. So check them out. And we'll be back next time with episode 220. See ya. Bye.